Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But no, those are some crazy games. I can't believe the Jags won. If, I, if the end of that, if the end of that patch game... <laughs> Dude, ridiculous. The end of that Pats game doesn't convince Bill Belichick to retire. I don't know what will. Like, I'm surprised he didn't make the announcement already. I I would have thought that they would have just handed the walking papers to Jacoby Myers. <laughs> yeah. Just take off his headset and hand it to somebody and just walk off the field. Yeah. Right? Like Bud Kilmer in Varsity Blues is, just doesn't come back out for the end. <laughs> All right, Stochastic. All right, Charlie Tweeter. Nobody can cover Charlie Tweeter one-on-one. I need five receivers, four on the right, Charlie Tweeter on the left. The oop-de-oop. The oop-de-oop, baby. Jonathan Mox, baby. He's the man. Myth and legend. That's a good good show. That was a good movie, actually. It was a good movie. Absolutely. Fun, uh, Fun romp brought to you by MTV Studios back in the day. Oh, I forgot about that part. One of their few productions. You know who is still absolutely gorgeous to this day? Allie Larder. Oh, yeah. She is stunning. Oh, yeah. Stunning. Big fan. (laughs) All right. Well, on that, let's talk a little basketball. Let's talk a little know-house advantage because (laughs) they are bringing in the the show here. We're going to have some fun. We've got uh, about half hour. We're going to talk about a little bit of hoops here. We're going to talk about some promotions, and we're going to talk about some overlay because that's what is available for you at No House Advantage. You know what's available here for you at Stochastic? Free No House Advantage projections. I'm going to drop that link into chat. We have everything consolidated on one page. We have the Pick'em projections. This is the No House Advantage GPP contest projection. So what we will be doing is talking about that. They release uh, their player props uh, overnight. Similar to salaries, these player props do not move uh, in the advent of news. So you will choose the over or under. We're going to select 10 of them uh, to make out a card. And then you rank them with confidence points 10 through 1. If you get the question correct or the player prop correct, you get those points. Those points are added up. And that's how you battle against other gamers separately they have the versus the house contest if you don't have a sports wagering in your state you can scratch that itch here with some player prop cards we'll talk a little bit about that but again we have all the projections free for both of these formats as well as building out a couple hundred optimal lineups for you for their gpp contest where we rate the probability of all of the picks 
and then rank them highest to lowest. Terry and I have talked about this in the past. Uh, even if you're going down 100, 200 on those rows, you're really giving up about a, a half a percent or less of win equity. So don't worry so much about picking the tippy top one, but it's all it takes is you to just change one or two here and there and you can get your own unique lineup. And you can just multiply it out and, you know, figure that out and just have a, add a column to the, you know, open it up in Excel, add a column there, have it multiply, calculate the probability and you can look at it right there. It's uh, that's easy enough to do. And you can see between lineup one and lineup 50, it's not going to be all that different because we're not changing the probabilities all that much between those picks. We can break some news, by the way, it looks like LeBron was ruled out for tonight. Yeah, I don't think I'm surprised anymore. I I've learned writing the uh, the free uh, DFS articles that's on, on the front page. So I learned not to make a LeBron or pretty much any player the featured play if they're on a back to back. There's just no point. Uh, in today's NBA. We'll talk a little bit, uh, you know, throughout the day. We, oh, what about blowout risk? What about this? No, there's no such thing as blowout risk anymore nah. because we saw uh, Brooklyn go into Indiana shorthanded, set their top seven scores and still win. Somehow, Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy both sat on, I think that was Saturday, Friday or Saturday, and uh, the team beat Memphis. Oh, yeah, yep. that jaw got tossed in that. That, that wasn't the, that wasn't the reason they for? lost. Yeah, but did you see the ejection? No, that was, I didn't. I was watching that game, and I had a decent amount of jaw, so I'm still a little bit sour about that <laughs> one. He was he was joining with somebody in the crowd with his back turned to the official. And oh, the official really? Tossed him. The official teed him up and tossed him, thinking that he was saying something to the official. Uh, and it was somebody yeah. in the crowd had been giving him shit or saying something to him. It was it was completely unrelated to anything with the official, anything with basketball. Uh, it was just so so dumb. And all like, right, yeah, that would be frustrating. But yeah, that's not like Edmund Sumner turning into the best player in the NBA for 10 minutes at the beginning of that Nets game. <laughs> that was just a bananas performance. Yeah. But and yeah, and to, to be fair, the uh, OKC led at one point by uh, 24, the start of the third quarter, and they worked it back up to 19 towards uh, midway through the, the, the fourth quarter. And it, and it was 115-109. Yeah. So it, it, had there been more time, the talent would have caught up. Uh, but yeah, hey, fifth, so. fifth quarter, the, uh, <laughs> they might have gotten there, but uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's hit the, let's hit the like button. Let's get some fun here. Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention that uh, all of our strategy shows, pretty much everything except live before lock uh, and the deeper dive end up on the awesome, or probably the stochastic podcast network. Uh, we'd love if you guys, you know, subscribe to some of those, just set the automatic download, have it save just one episode and help us out with some downloads, help us out with a five-star review. We appreciate that as well. Uh, you will enjoy them. I do enjoy the college betting podcast with uh, Ben Rossa and Matt oh, Gajeski yeah, cool. that comes out uh, on Tuesdays. They've already done their bowl season uh, version of that. Uh, so that's a fun one to listen to. And then it's NFL season. So most of that stuff has a decent shelf life of at least 72 hours before major news changes anything. So those are fun to listen to as you're uh, wandering around the house, uh, doing errands, uh, working in the yard, etc. And so let's talk a little basketball a five -star review when you listen to it. Do I what? Did you give it a five star review when you listen to it? I, I have, and I, I have my wife's phone uh, subscribed. <laughs> so you're cheating. <laughs> to it as well. Uh, and it just deletes after one episode. I don't think she even knows that it's subscribed there yet. Oh, so, wow. Look at you. You're really yes. cheating. You're cheating uh, the yeah. system and the iTunes. You're cheating the uh, the wife's phone but, here. Jeez, but not cheating on the wife. Big, big well, difference. Well, yeah, no. Let's, we want to be perfectly clear about that. <laughs> All righty, let's get into the fun. Uh, so I'm looking at our um, the versus the house props 
uh, here. We've got it broken out uh, with, oh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the Pick'em projections. Yeah. Uh, we've got the under and the over odds. You can easily sort uh, here. We're going to look at uh, the under odds first here. I see we've got uh, Lori Markinen. Nine and a half rebounds. The finisher playing a lot. I, I wrote him up the other day because I wagered on this uh, when he was against Milwaukee. And I said he would get more than seven or six and a half rebounds. I was wrong. He did not that game. I don't think he's going to get more than nine and a half. He is playing close to 30, uh, upper 30s minutes per game. His per 36 and his season long average uh, for rebounds right now are about six, uh, going from memory, it's about 6.7. It's going to be a rough one for him to get there. I can see why we have a high probability uh, of, of him coming in under on that one. Uh, what do you think about that one? Anything else popping up there uh, for you, Terry? So looking at that one, I've actually got him at 8.3 per game, 8.9 per 36, unless I uploaded something uh, something wrong. So I've got him a little bit closer to that nine and a half line. Uh, we've also got no Kelly Olynyk, so it does imply that there's going to be a couple potential rebounds available. Uh, extra Walker Kessler's the, a beast on the board. Well, that's what I was going to get to, was, it was <laughs> that his rebounding rate only goes from 12 to like, I think it was like 13.2 or something like that when you take Olynyk off and you put those guys in. So you're going to have Kessler, you're going to have Vanderbilt in there with them both very good rebounder so i don't think it's going to really change uh i think we're we're fine keeping him short of that average it yes. might be a little bit more fragile than the 89.5 percent suggests but i think we're fine you know maybe knock it down the cart a couple pegs instead of using it as the top top pick but i think there's plenty of uh plenty of justification for that one uh, going going well yes uh, and well and well. you are correct uh 6.9 was well, it's nice. That is his career number. I, I had ah, okay. written this up, so I was just trying to mentally picture the basketball reference page. Hey, yeah, I've no, opened was, it up, hey, and Terry's numbers are correct. Not hey, that I doubt recall, it. Though, buddy. You, you, my numbers might be correct, but that only means I loaded the correct thing, CSV in here. You have the good mental acuity and the, the good sharp recall. And Excellent. Please, All right. At these advanced um, ages of ours, uh, you know, these are important details. How are you think, thinking about Pascal Siakam tonight? Back-to-back uh, -back here for Toronto. They played at home last night. They are now in Philadelphia. He will be battling fellow Cameroonian uh, Joel Embiid. Siakam's been good. Double-digit rebounds. That's a tall order. There's a pretty good front court uh, there in Philly uh, when it comes to rebounding. Are they? Uh, did, uh, Tobias Harris should be back. Uh, that brings in one more rebounder. And while um, Embiid isn't, a, you know, a top end rebounder himself, it's just one more person out there that can grab uh, things from uh, Siakam. What do you, what do you think in there about uh, Pascal? Yeah, on that one just looks like a big line, right? It's sitting at 10 and a half. We've got him projected to 8.37. So it's not like we're saying he's going to have a bad game by any means. Let's just write around what he averages. And we're projecting him for 37 minutes. He plays 36 a night, basically pulls down 8.3 a game. But giving, adding two on top of that, what he's averaging, it seems unfair in this matchup in a situation where it's, you know, the, the 37 minutes that we're already giving him, even if we extend that out to a couple additional minutes, you're, you're really pushing the edges of credulity, even with a team like the Raptors that does run these guys into the ground a lot of the time, and a guy like him that does play a ton of minutes. It's just a lot of rebounds to ask for at 10 and a half. Looking at his season game log, I think we've gotten there – two three the first two games of the season it looks like he got there and then he's gotten there twice since so he's gotten there like four times out of you know 27 games 20 20 games um so yeah i don't really like that one i'm actually surprised i think that one feels like it should be a little stronger than the 85.7 percent we've got it at so maybe flip-flop that one in the uh and the lowry market and one in your uh, confidence ratings but they both look very good 
Yep, and there's a chance OG and Obi returns. Uh, it would be one more rebounder coming in for uh, Toronto, or at least an upgrade over the the Chris Boucher's. And I'm blanking on the name of their their center. Um, oh, the uh, other one that's interesting is John Collins. So he has missed the last seven, eight games. He's coming in with a PRA that's points, rebounds, and assists of 26.5. On the season, he is averaging about 22, uh, 22 and a half. He's going against Orlando here. He's been out for a while dealing with an ankle issue. Could be a little bit of rust. There's also a chance, let's see, that uh, DeJounte Murray may come back. He's been dealing with an ankle injury well as well. We know he is a good rebounder. However, another good rebounder and Clint Capella not on the floor here. I... I tend to undersell uh, John Collins more often than not. So, of course, I would like to take the under on this particular one. I think we'll be playing him in the DFS landscape. But in this this one here, I'm okay hedging out a little bit if I'm going to be playing on multiple sites here, and this would be taking the under. How do you feel about that one? And, and give us one more before we work our way over to the overs. Because who wants to root for unders besides me? <laughs> yeah, it seems like one where they're they're giving a lot of room on this one, and it's it, – is 87.3% probable to go under and again feels a little bit more comfortable even than that at 26 and a half he's averaging 21 one in 31 and a half minutes from before he got injured like you said missed the last uh, handful of games we've got him projected at 29.3 minutes which is two fewer than what he's averaged for the season when he was putting that up so you expect that'll shave it down a little bit you could realistically expect that they'll play him even less than that in his first game back from injury so that's just our speculation and then looking at it in a per 36 sense, per 36, he's only averaging 24-1. So we're still more than two PRA points, rebounds, assists shy of what that line is at. It really seems like a comfy one, uh, you know, taking all the different factors into consideration there. So I think I would de- definitely hammer that uh, that Collins one there. And then just looking around the board, you know, there's an interesting one in the Anthony Edwards threes that's sitting there. It's a three and a half. It just seems pretty heavy. He's averaging, he's averaging 2.6 makes 7.1 takes a game. So he's shooting 36% from three, but it's not like he's shooting more than 10 times from three, uh, which is what we really look for. Like we, we always like to look for that supporting volume when these get over, over like a two and a half uh, line, even at two and a half, I like to see more than 10 attempts so that I know even if that guy has a bad game, I've got a reasonably good shot at getting there. This one just feels a little bit tight for me to me at three and a half we've got him projected 2.18 even if he gets to his average of that 2.6 i just feel like that's going to be a little bit uh, tough for him to get there so could he absolutely he's a terrific scorer but i don't think he gets there all right uh and again everybody that's watching we do have these free projections on the page for you for no house advantage uh they are our overlay 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 that is their marketing campaign in addition to signing up over there if you come in through the link below us here your first deposit will be matched up to 50 dollars. those funds will come out of your account first that's an easy way put in 50 and you're really starting with 100 come in through this link here on no house advantage um let's look at some of the overs a couple nice things we have on this projection page you can uh, export this out to uh Excel or a CSV. Uh, you can also copy this very easily into your own spreadsheets. And then uh, up at the top, we have a couple filter bars there. So if you want to quickly just look at certain uh, uh, categories like rebounds or three pointers or PRA, you can put that in the prop line where you can search for a specific player's props. Oftentimes you'll want to just look and see what's there for a specific player. Like if, uh, you know, say someone like LeBron James and, oh, perhaps Anthony uh, Davis are out, you may want to see. Let's see if they do. They have any Westbrook up there tonight. They do. Uh, So PRA for Westbrook. 
Hmm. 26 and a half. We have him for 28. That feels a little bit light, Terry. We may not have an update since LeBron was confirmed out. That was about 15 minutes ago. Yeah. So uh, be, be fair to our projections. People I had someone to ask me on Twitter and then they, and I'll be, if you're watching now, I will be responding to the message that came through customer service. I said, Hey, is your article based on the on a stochastic projections for NBA? And the answer is, Kind of. My, I usually write my article off of our first or second run of projections. We're going to do another 10 to 15 uh, as news comes out. Now, that doesn't mean every projection is changing every time. It's just for uh, perspective teams. But when I write those articles, I, I put a lot of caveats in there. I try to make my core play someone that's going to be a core play all night, unless they're ruled out like Giannis or, you know, Doncic or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and then I'll, I've been uh, writing up a lot of team situations mm -hmm. where we can talk about, hey, here, you know, Portland, three players are questionable tonight, three of their starters. If any one of them is out or all three, there's going to be a variety of moving parts that can advance some of their secondary players in there. So yes, they are sort of written with projections, but the projections change all the time. Uh, and then yeah. somebody wants to know, why, why don't I go in and update that article? It's like, well, it's a, it, it's a free article. So I've, <laughs> I do my best to make it a teaching type article as well, but there's only so many hours in the day. And that's it. And you've got to get your lineups made. And most of that news doesn't actually change until after 6 p.m. when you're looking toward a 7 p.m. Eastern time lock. And you've got, you know, the, the bulk of that comes in the last half hour, 15 minutes even. So yeah, there's just no way that anybody could go in and update those articles and do what we do in, in enough time. So, yeah. But hopefully everybody out there gets that, that, you know, content written in the morning, shows that happen in the morning change dramatically. I jokingly, when I was hosting a show with Adam the other day, it, like two Saturdays ago said, Hey, make sure you're tuning in guys for the six o'clock show. Cause it'll be totally different. I was hosting the six o'clock show as well. And I said it jokingly knowing that some things would change. And it was like 100% a different slate that Ryan and I talked about in the evening because like four stars had scratched. We had all this emergent value. These things change dramatically from the start of the day to the end of the day. And, and that's where you can capitalize on things like at No House where these lines don't change. So you get a line like Russ Westbrook. I do expect this to shoot up. We had it projected, like you said, at 27.99, call it 28 on the PRA. That was already 59 and a half percent likely to go over the 26 and a half line in the versus the field contest i expect that to take a nice jump that's going to be one of our meteor ones i think by the time it's all said and done maybe it lands in the mid 70s or something like that as far as the probability goes but i would expect that pra is going to go from 28 into the 30s somewhere with no ad no uh, no lebron it's just going to be a lot for a dynamic player like russ westbrook to do so we know that he fills every category in this in the stat sheet i can see him easily getting to that pra with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Yeah, and that's and that's kind of the the thesis on that one. In that, um, there's always a chance he's not out there with the closing line. If he wasn't out there last night, I needed him to get uh, 13 and a half points. I think he ended up around eight or nine, and I needed LeBron to just make two three pointers. I think he was like one for five. He didn't, hardly even took any. It's like really you can screw up. You can screw up my parlays again. Gosh darn it! But uh, the, them's the breaks, as they like to say. Hey, on that, um, on that Anthony Edwards threes, by the way, he did take 11 attempts. I was just looking at the game log. He did take 11 attempts in the uh, in the last game so if he goes out and has a shooting night like that uh he only made i think four of them so he did get to that three and a half line that we were talking about for that prop but just barely and that's on 11 attempts if he goes out and takes 11 again that's going to change the equation a little bit there from what i was talking about with the seven and change that he takes per game but i need to see a little bit more supporting uh, evidence of him doing that over and over again before i uh, you know really change what we change the math on it yeah, and, and actually, that's a good one. Let's talk LaMelo Ball, because he's been back for three games. Uh, in those three games, he has played 34, 32, and 36 minutes. He has attempted 13, 13, and nine three-pointers here. His, his uh, three-point prop is three and a half. So even though he's taking 13 three-pointers per game, he's about a point, or he's about a 38% shooter. So if we take 38% times, let's, let's give him 12 field goal attempts. That's four and a half. He's going to have to continue to get that volume and not see a little bit of poor regression here. That's a bit of a stretch. So some of these you want to have some context in. And you're like, oh, my God, he's taking, you know, X number of three-pointers. We're really we're going to get there. It's not all that often you see players get more, unless you're a Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, get more than three makes per game from three. Because, yes, a lot of time consistently. I guess that's the yeah. answer. Yeah, we'll see somebody go six for 10. Great. Well, then you're going to go look where they were 0 for 4, 1 for 5, 2 for 8, 1 for 9. Oh, so they're really still averaging 33%. Oh, I guess I guess I caught lightning in a bottle. So you want to be careful on some of these. And, and I know Aton likes to put out a lot of three-point props. What he's looking at there is a lot of them where that's like one and a half or two and a half. Right. Yeah, the he right chases spot. a lot of the thin ones. Yeah. 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 So it's not a bad bet, but it's one to start thinking. Once you start getting up to they need to make a few, you're like, I might need a little luck on my side, Yeah, it gets, uh, even for the good shooters. It gets dicey. What I do like about LaMelo in his limited uh, in his limited run this year so far, his limited game log this year so far, the fewest that he's taken is eight. He took eight once, he took nine twice, and then he's taken 13 twice and 15 once. So the looks, it feels like they are going to just let him take as many as he wants per game. And he's their guy, right? He's the only thing they've really got going on down there. So if he just wants to shoot, he's going to go out there and shoot. I don't dislike the idea of him being able to go out and knock down four of these for us, but I think the math on it where we've got it is also correct. 63.4% probable to go over that three and a half. He's averaging 4.3 makes a game on the 11.2 takes a game at 38%, like you were saying. So I think it's, it's sitting right at that 63, 65%, whatever we want to call it. 3.95 is the projection that feels accurate, but it also doesn't feel like when we absolutely need to chase in this versus the field contest, if you are building it in, maybe put it down card a little bit but chris paul eight and a half assists we're projecting him for 12 again we haven't done the the latest run on this one uh with with lebron out austin reeves out etc this is now where we start to talk oh is there a blowout risk so here's the nice thing about chris paul 
he's doing a ton of passing. He's not necessarily looking to scoring. There is no Cameron Payne. He's going to miss probably a couple more games here. So Paul does his best work these days as a facilitator. And, you know, he can just sit back, uh, get the ball over to, to Booker, get it to some of the other wings, et cetera. It, it, I think that's a good situation. Eight and a half, it's a meaty number, but he could really get there uh, in that particular role. Plus, we know he's willing to share the ball a ton, right? You watch him pick his spots when he goes for offense. Do we really think that that his team is going to need his offense tonight against a depleted Phoenix Suns? Probably not, but they are going to need him out there facilitating the offense. So I do like the over at eight and a half uh, there. Uh, how are you standing on that one? I see uh, we've got a uh, James Harden one there that's looking pretty solid. And I wanted to see is... Yeah, and I think the, the Suns might actually need a little bit of offense out of Chris Paul because there is no Devin Booker tonight as well. But, oh, I didn't see that. Uh, but the other thing that do does that. for Chris okay. Paul as far as it relates to this prop, which is pushing the projection that we've got on him, for the season he's averaging nine assists per game in his 31.3 minutes. We're giving him an additional minute and change at 33 minutes. The nine assists is on a 39% assists uh, percentage. That jumps to a 47 and change when he's playing without Booker, when he's playing without Booker and Payne. It jumps to, let's see if Wowie's got it for me yet. Ball handling, where'd it go? There it is. Uh, jumps to, without both of them, it jumps to 50%. So we're talking about a major jump in the assist rate for a guy who's already looking to rack up assists like he is his primary goal is to be a facilitator most of the time so i have no issues with that it's sitting at 98.7 to go over uh that seems like our most uh, by the numbers it's our most confident pick i think we're very confident in that one so i have no issues putting that at the top of the card yep unless we forget he did lead the league with 10 10.8 assists last year so there you go uh, Recent recent uh, years says, yeah, the 37-year-old probably still can get it done here. Yeah, he's um, the best point guard of his generation and of the last 15 years. I mean, <laughs> I, I won't uh, question him on this one. All right. I wanted to see uh, Sabonis here. So uh, do, do, we, do we give him a boost because it's his dad's birthday today? I, I don't think the transitive <laughs> property. It was Arvidas' birthday. Yes, it is. It is. He, he was the only uh, name most people would recognize of the, the players' birthdays today. Not everybody's going to recognize him because they will. He was the mythical center from Russia that uh, for, took forever to come over. Finally ended up playing with Trailblazers. And he played for one other team. I think maybe it was Dallas or something like that. But um, he was like the, the mythical guy. But he just, you know, this is the Iron Curtain was up and all that. So we didn't get to see him. You could only hear about how good he was. And right. then in the occasional European tournaments, even, even then, Russian teams weren't always involved uh, in them. So anyway, but he yeah, gets to go against the Charlotte Hornets. Did you see uh, that one uh, Nikola Jokic put up a 40-point career-high 27-rebound triple-double last night <laughs> against, this, against this team? Uh, they may be a little lead-legged having played in Denver last night. Uh, they're going to be going against Sabonis. Love, love, love him uh, as a power forward on FanDuel. Uh, I think he's good on DraftKings as a center. But his uh, his numbers here, the PRA, no has advantage. This 38 and a half. That's a lofty number. We're saying slightly over. I wanted to see where it was, but I think they were picking this as one that they wanted to make it high enough that we would take the under. It didn't quite work out. <laughs> it didn't get there. <laughs> I was hoping that would be a strong recommendation here. Um, it's it's not as much. I do like his points. Uh, he has to get 16 and a half. 
Uh, we have them at uh, 19 and a half, 70 percent chance of going over. I, I think that's a reasonable one. I was hoping to get the PRA just because he's a good passer. He gets he gets a fair mm-hmm. number of rebounds, et cetera. But that one looks uh, a little more daunting. But I, I would take the scoring for sure. Um, anything else? Let's wrap up that and we'll pick a couple against the house here. Yeah, and just looking at some bonuses, the assists on its own is also sitting as a pretty strong pick on our board. 75.8% to go over the five and a half assists line. He's averaging 6.4 for the season, a 28.3% assist rate. Nice assist uh, rate for a big man. So that one kind of seems like a good pick. And I tell you what, that's one that's sitting there in those high probability, in that high probability range that not a lot of people are going to go to. Not a lot of casuals, not a lot of people who are just looking at not looking at numbers, not looking at win rates on on these bets are going to see a five and a half assist line on a big man and immediately say, that makes sense. So that's the advantage of using the projections, using the win rates from our pages from over at Stochastic is you can just have that laid out in front of you. I wouldn't have necessarily thought about that. I would have said, oh, he's a good passing big man, but I wouldn't have thought that would have been a 75 percenter. So knowing that you can build those into your cards to differentiate your lineups a little bit in these tournaments where we do see a lot of chops at the top when a lot of the chalk comes in it's a good way to sneak one in there and maybe change your card up a little bit from what everybody else is doing so those are ones that i like to spot and that's you know generally it's using that win rate column is how i spot them so i like that one a lot so he has uh in 22 of 28 games exceeded that number that's Um, so that that is uh, about a 78 percent chance or seventy-eight percent of the time, he he is he has surpassed that number. So he's, I mean, while he doesn't get double-digit assists, he does two double-digit assist games, one with nine. He is living in that that six through eight range, yeah. uh, very consistently. There, yeah. and I do like the games. points too. The the points one that you called out. Yeah. You know, we've got him projected at nineteen point four seven. He's averaging seventeen point seven. We're giving him two additional minutes tonight beyond what he averages in the terms of the minutes. Nineteen point nine percent usage. I see no reason to expect that he wouldn't be able to get to that uh, in, in this matchup too. All right. Uh, I, I dropped the link there. I can see it's still in the chat. So you guys can grab that. But uh, this is the No House Advantage free projections page. If we go to that page and click on the versus the house prop, this is going to be their dynamic sports wagering. This is where you are going against the house. So they're not claiming there's no house advantage because they uh, can can move the props around. These are going to mimic mimic pretty closely what is out in a lot of the books. So a lot of the successful or top end ones that you're going to look at are going to be somewhere between about 57 and 63% success rate. That's about where they are in a lot of the books. The other thing you want to kind of remember in here is there's not any, you know, we're not getting whatever it is in a minus 170 or a plus 110. It's just binary. It is what it is. So for basketball, it's a little tougher to get a bit of an of a, a user advantage here because the, it's very incremental. Whereas football, it's did you get a touchdown or not? Did you get six strike, you know, six and a half strike, whatever it is, you you get can get uh, do a little bit better um, against what they're doing and, and get a slighter bit of an edge. Uh, similarly with hockey shots, which is something they also have here. So you guys can check that out. But we've got uh, for basketball, we do have the live page that comes in with our feed here. So it looks like Eric Gordon is and Alfred Shingoon are two of our top options here. They're at uh, 61%. Uh, Same thing with Joel Embiid. He's at 61% success. Uh, For Embiid, it's to go under 10.5 rebounds. Now, by the way, Embiid does not average double-digit rebounds. I know that's a shock for a lot of people, but he does not, or at least he hasn't for a fair fair number of seasons in his career. Uh, Alfred Shingun, this one's a little bit interesting. We're looking at the over 
for points. We got them at 12 and a half. Or we got them at 14.7. The number's 12 and a half. Um, that's uh, a reasonable take to go on the over. Jakob Pertl is back for uh, San Antonio, but uh, that really isn't going to hurt Shengun. And then uh, you've got Eric Gordon, the venerable Eric Gordon. Plays more minutes than we expect. They're mostly empty fantasy minutes. Why is that? Well, because he scores and he shoots three-pointers. Hey, wait a second. We need him to make two three-pointers. The line is one and a half. 61% rate says he gets two. Those I would be tempted on. Now, here's here's a, a, the moral of the story. As someone who had a 10-leg parlay on Saturday that missed nine oh, out of 10. Nine out of 10. So let's not aim, you know, aim small, miss small. That was, you know, 10 bucks turning into 300. I was okay for that. But take these two play cards. Take these three play cards. Take the, the 3X. Take the 6X return. That adds up. I promise you, and you get the dopamine hit a little more often than trying to make it a four or a five card parlay because you got to get all of them right in their format. Now, they do have the highest payout in the in the industry at NOS Advantage for 4X and for 5X. They get 21, 21 re, uh, X return, Not bad. but it's hard to hit those. That means you they're expecting you to get those one out of every 21 times you play. <laughs> it's That's a lot of losses just to break even. So I like the smaller ones here. Did anything pop uh, for you there on the versus the house page? If you have that up, I can feed you a few more if you don't. I, I, I pulled it up while you were going through that. So those ones uh, stood out to me off the top of the board here. We've also got Dame with the assists under at seven and a half. We've got to project it at seven. So that's pretty tight. Just calling it a, a half an assist under, but we're calling it a 60% win rate. So I don't dislike that one. Similar with Josh Hart on the rebounding seven and a half. We've got him at 8.4 and maybe that's calling it a little bit better, a little bit more padding by getting it out to 0.9 beyond the, uh, the line there. So that one, I kind of like a little bit more. It's also 60%. So either one of those, but these are, these are a lot tighter. These are a lot more difficult to, uh, to work with. So you're, you're really looking for those, you know, those uh, percentages that creep up just above 60 or into the high fifties. And we've got a bunch of them on the board here. So just try and avoid the total coin flips, take the edge where you can find it and try and claw back some of that advantage from the house over at no house advantage. All right. That is going to wrap up our show today. So the highlights one Follow us on our podcast. You can go to stochastic.com and the upper banner on the far right, there's a podcast page. Tells you all the different podcast feeds we have. We do have some consolidated feeds. We also have some broken out. So if you only want basketball or you only want football, you can get to those channels. Uh, You can get a $50 deposit match here with No House Advantage by coming in through the link below us. Your first deposit, they will match up to $50. That comes out. That's an immediate uh, match. Uh, You can't withdraw it but it's not a drip bonus either. So uh, it plays uh, just like cash. And then of course we have coming up next, starting at five, you get the deeper dive with Lafayette and Adam. Then you get live before lock with Greg and Eric, but wait, there's still more at 7.15. You're going to get NFL live before lock with Savoka and Neil Orfield. And that's all brought to you by No House Advantage. So we thank them for sponsoring the shows today. Programming. Absolutely. Not so bad. let's have a hey, lot Terry of fun. Terry Rogier's out too, by the way. So a little bit more, or he's doubtful. So a little bit more support on that uh, Lamelo. I just saw that pop in the Discord there from the news guys. So a little bit more support for that Lamelo three. He's, uh, he's just going to be shooting. Very nice, because Dennis Smith Jr. missing his 13th straight game or whatever it is. So uh, <laughs> here's the keys to the franchise, kid. Enjoy. There you go. Alrighty. Well, with that, we thank the sex bots that popped in. Now we know we've made it. We got some sex bots. We need at least 10 likes. Come on. There's 80- 
Yeah, 85 watching. Come on, we, we can get 20 likes here. Just hit the like button on the way out. We desperately appreciate that. Or desperately, desperately appreciate. appreciate? I, yeah. Definitely We're appreciate. Thankful. We're thankful. But we're going to get on out of here. You can follow Terry on Twitter at DigitalB21. I am at EmacDFS. Thank you Hello, to Mikey. producer Mike. With that, gamers, good luck. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.